everything starts. What the thoughts are at the start, what the lishma, what type of motives and incentives, and how was the place started matters tremendously. We know that Levi went back to his wife, went back to his family with great humility. Levi was one of the G'dayle Adar. I'm saying Levi. Amram was one of the G'dayle Adar. Amram had no Averis, zero sins. And Amram went back to his wife Yocheved based on the Musr of his daughter. His young daughter Miriam gave Amram Musr. And he went back to his wife in an act of great humility to listen to his three-year-old child, the Godel Adar, who had no sins, listened to the Musr of his child. And from that union came the most humble man who ever lived, Maish Rabbeinu, the Anav Mikol Adam. Since the start was humility, he went with humility. So from such an action of humility produces the most humble person who ever lived. I'm awed to be in this, in this base medrash. It's gorgeous. It's, it's stunning. It's electric to be in this base medrash. People, the structure, the building of this base medrash, this holy makam Torah, this holy makam Tzela was built to pull Yidin closer to Hashem. A place where Yid is welcome. We all walked in here. And we feel welcome. Guys are ready dancing and singing. Each Bachar felt he owns the place. People are involved. Miyastin, people put money into this. People, more importantly, have put their lives into this base medrash. Beautiful Yidin that were Zaycha to meet here, who made a Makkah with the intention that it's inclusive, that a Yid feels service of Hashem's for you. There's a place for us. I walk in here, there's a place for me, for Dan Kalish, and for you and for him. And every single person involved in this Makam Torah, in this Makam Tefillah, in this Makam Ali, in this Makam Kervis Hashem, every person who gave a penny or a dollar or more, every person who learns here an hour, a minute, a year, a second, every person who comes in here and smiles at another Yid should be gebenched from Hashem for creating such a makan. They should have good in Gashmias, Parnassa, health, good in Gashmias, good in Ruchnias, Nachas from their children, just everything, good health for their whole families. Mazel and Bracha, Mamish, tremendous Mazel and Bracha, every single person that's involved in any way in this holy makan should be gebenched. Amen. This is this word I want to say be'ikr. It's not really a Thursday night word. It's not a word over chalent. We need. We're all tired. We traveled. Many of us have traveled for four or five hours today. It's it's an intricate word. I want to share with you. Really, I should say something light. My wife. This is her favorite word in the world. But I want to share it with you, Lekav and Nasan Mormon and the Chevra. I'm Zayche. Thank you, Yaakov. Thank you, Yaakov Weinstein. Yankov, Yankov, Yankov. Come for a second. For a second. For a second. I want to say, Rabbi, say. 
that I that I'm awed. I'm awed by Nasi Mormon's strength, and it has nothing to do with a six pack or any other things. I am awed by the strength of a person who's sincere, who wants to do what's right. Eli Shane, the Midas of that person. Ellie arranged today, all Ellie wants to do is make this place and Ellie Shane fit. All Ellie Shane wants to do is make the next year comfortable and happy and successful. He worries for the next Jew. That's like, so this word, the covered Ellie Shane, Nassim, the whole Hevra, AY should have Rafur Shlema, had a surgery this afternoon, should have Rafur Shlema, Chayim Ekhaus, the Ari, the Lion, the coolest guy. The coolest guy in our Chabura, the whole Hebra. So we'll cover this. We can go through all the names, Michal Adler, Yehuda, the whole Hebra, Shaol Batesh. So Rabbi Say, Rabbi Say, I want to share, I want to share a word with you. I really want to sing and dance, but this word will be Ma'ira, a night of singing. You're not going to want to stop singing after this word. It's, it's, we'll have a lot to sing and dance to. So I want to share the following thought with you as follows. Avais can be learned on many levels. A young child opens Avais and he sees such nice ideas in the Avais, beautiful ideas. But great tzaddikim, g'daylim, g'aynim learn Avais also. And of course they see deeper and more profound things. I want to learn a Mishnah that seems simplistic, but when we analyze it, like a new life really emerges from this Mishnah. So the words of the Mishnah, in this week's parak, Klal Yisrael has learned the fifth parak, Arba Midais Adam, four types of individuals, four characteristics of a human being. Haimer, does a human being please focus? It's, we'll, we'll, need, we'll need to stay focused for this. Yehuda followed. Aimer, there's one fellow, one characteristic, one personality type. We're not going to go to the anagram, don't get nervous. Aimer, a person who says, Shali, Shali. A person who says, what's mine is mine. Shalcha, Shalach. What's yours is yours. Bainanus, he's an average fellow. What's mine is mine, but what's yours is yours is a Bainanus. Some say that's best case scenario. Some say he's a stoimite. Some say yeshoimis midas stoim. Fellow number one. Fellow number two, shali shalach, what's mine is yours, a sharing fellow. But shalcha shali, what's yours is mine, he has sticky fingers, he steals a little bit. Amaretz, he's an Amaretz. Shali shalach, what's mine is yours, sharing. Shalach b'shalcha shalach. What's yours is yours. Chasid, chasid is the guy who just lives with Hashem. Lufnim mishur sadin. He doesn't just keep the law. He's on fire. He's in love with Hashem and Hashem with him. Chasid is close to the rabbinic shloilim. If a guy shares and doesn't steal, what's mine is yours. What's yours is yours. What's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine. Shelchashali, what's yours is mine. Sticky fingers, Aganov. What's mine is mine is a Russian. Rabbi said we describe four cat, four fellows. You have guy number one who has this anhaga. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. At best he's average. At worst he's a stomite. 
What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. Is an Amoretz? A chassid, the spitz human being, the apex, the epitome of a human being. What's mine is yours and yours is yours. And the Russia, you want to know who the evil guy is? What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. Rabbis, I have a question. Avais, Avais is written for, teach us Torah, every word's Emes, Ezi. You have to spread this to the whole LA. The Russia, the evil man, Eliezer to the whole Highland Park spread this. The evil man, we'll, we'll get to everything. The evil man, what's mine is mine, what's yours is mine. I have the following question. Why is the Mishnah's written very poetic, funny words, mine is mine, yours is yours, mine is yours, yours is mine. The whole Mishnah said, share and don't steal. Why is it written so interestingly just to tell me, share, what's mine is yours, and what's yours don't steal? Why is defining, me and you, I go around this room, define it's tzaddik. So most guys would say, Eli Shane, a sweetheart, that's true. I can go around and I'll ask you to define it's tzaddik. Why does the Mishnah, why does the Mishnah define it's tzaddik? What's mine? This is the this is the tzaddik. What's mine is yours. What's yours is yours. There are a lot of things in Yiddishkeit. It's a big Torah. The pirush of a tzaddik is he shares and he doesn't steal. A person's things is his. The Mishnah defines a chassid. A chassid's higher than a tzaddik. The the perf, the perfect man, the spitz human being. Who is he? He shares and he doesn't steal. Why does that define a tzaddik? A rush is an evil, sick man who does bad stuff. Why is he defined the Russia that what's yours is mine and he doesn't share what's mine is mine? What is the Mishnah teaching us? What is it saying? What is, what deeper, what's happening in this Mishnah? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna simplify matters and, 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 and say as follows. This is Pshat in the Mishnah. But then Avada, it's something that's, that demands of us for our lives, Rabbi say. The Pshat in the Mishnah is as follows. Let's picture two personality types. Let's talk about a guy, a loosey-goosey fella, happy-go-lucky, and he thinks he's God's gift to humanity. He does chesed, any chesed, sure. Take my food, eat in my house. He does chesed, unbelievable. You wake him up late at night, no problem, don't worry, he's Michael, he's Mevater. He'll drive people around. He feels he's God's gift to humanity, as every human being is. But he's easygoing, kind, nice fellow, always agrees to do chasadim, unbelievable guy. In a dorm room, he's the guy sharing his stuff, no problem. You wake him up, no problem. He feels he's God's gift to humanity, as every human he is. But there's a problem. The natural mile that you're a giver, that you're losing, that you're kind, has in it drawbacks. That guy is typically late. It's part of the nature of loosey-goosey that he's a late person. He's not so rigid and timely. Part of his nature that he's loosey-goosey, he gives you his stuff, but he also takes from his roommates a little bit. If you wake him up, he can share his potato chips, he takes his roommate's potato chips. If you wake him up, no problem, but he'll wake you up also. He's easygoing. He's a chiller. He's chill. So he has milers, beautiful milers, but they're downsides to who he is. Now let's look at a different fellow, Mr. Rigid. He's always on time. 
always, he looks at the latecomers to a minion. He's like, these, he looks at guys, you know, like me, who are coming late. He's like, what's with you clowns? You can't come on time. When he says he's going to get something done, loosey-goosey, when he promises to do a chesed, he doesn't always get it done. He's quick to say yes. The rigid guy says it's going to be done, bang, it's done. God's gift to humanity is always on time, organized, put together. His gemara looks perfect. With each marmokim, he writes over sheer beautifully. He's a rigid fellow. And he has tremendous milus. And he feels he's God's gift to humanity, as every human being is. But there are downsides to that fellow. The downside to the rigid guy, he won't wake up his roommates when he walks the room. But if you wake him up, when he says he's going to do a chesed, he does it. But he's not so quick to say he's going to do a chesed. Ask him to use some time. He's rigid. My time. He's rigid and tough and not so sharing. So to every personality, there is no good and bad. To every personality has good sides and negative sides. I happen to, I happen to be a Met fan and I have the same problem as Met management. No booing, no booing. I have, this is an inclusive place. You didn't have to move to the Mets here. The, anybody who follows the Mets knows what's wrong with their management. Their management is sentimental. If you're sentimental in sports, you always lose. Sentimental's like when you get used to your guys. We had players who, like, for 15 years, everybody knew were horrible. There was a guy, they had a guy, Hunley, a catcher. We've had all different guys over the years. Everybody knew a bit. There was a guy, George Foster, who was a great player. Remember when he was washed up? Us Mets, you're always welcome. We take everybody in. And then like, we hope, we think, you never know, he might be good next year. The Mets were always cheshbening. If we go on a 15-game winning streak, we might get back in the race. We'll only be six games out. If we win we're always like very sentimental to our own. And a good general manager can't be sentimental. If you follow sports... A good organization, the Giants, have a, an offensive lineman. He could be on their team 10 years, the best player. He slips a drip, he's, he's let go in a second. Now it looks like a very bad needer to be cynical and negative, the opposite of sentimental. In a second you, like, you flip on a guy who's bad. I say also cynical because you can't be positive and optimistic as a general manager. You have to look, he's bad, he doesn't have talent, next player. My point I'm bringing out is if a guy is simple, mashkiach, by the way, if a guy is very positive, like an ayin toivi type of guy, is the worst mashkiach for kashrus. You need a guy who's cynical, who assumes things are bad, who walks in, he's critical and cynical. You need a guy like that. There is a place for every need that just has to be worked when and how. The cynical guy shouldn't be cynical to other people. He should be loving and appreciative. He should be cynical and critical and careful when he's doing cash wrestling. The kids are his rabbi said. To the loosey-goosey guy, if he is born and dies with the same character traits, he's an Amoritz. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's an Amoritz. He hasn't moved in his life. He's an Amoritz. He may have great qualities, but he didn't perfect anything. He didn't move. So let's define the loosey-goosey guy. What's mine is yours. Take what's yours is mine. So he's an Amoritz. He's, a, he's an Amoritz. He hasn't done anything. What's mine is yours. Very nice. What's mine is yours. What's yours is also mine. 
Let's define the rigid guy. What's yours is yours. I won't touch your stuff. Yeah, but what's mine is mine. It has a negative side. What's mine is mine. You're an Amaretz. You're a Stoimite. You're a Beninus. If you leave the natural order, you haven't advanced in life. The Pirish of Tzaddik, I love contradictory people. I look for it. We have a friend, Morty Ranga. He's... The guy... He's not here. This is not flattery. He's not here. He won't know. He's in another country. This guy, I love people with contradictions. He's a tiger. He can kill a person. He's, he's a tiger. Then he's the sweetest guy on earth. He's contradictory. All great people have contradictions. Ray Brownstein, when I attracted me the first thing, it attracted me. Know people, he's a walking contradiction, as all great people are. They have contra- You'll study any great person. We, the guys like the Enneagram and all personality types. Great people have contradictions. They're worked out. They, the guys, is, I had a mice, I'll tell you a mice, right? With Snicky, there's a true story. He was dating, he's married with many children. He was dating a girl, and there's a true story. It happened in the summer, many years ago in the summer. So a family called me up, and they said, we don't like this guy, he's, a pe- he's mush. He's mush, he's too soft. And so does he have any backbone? We want a gavra. Does he have a backbone? So I said to them, I have an eighth of you. On the next day, tell your daughter to speak Lashon Hara, and then tell me what happens. He's sweet and soft. I guarantee on the day, she's, if she would say Lashon Hara, I guarantee in a second, he's, excuse me, in a second, in a second, he, he has contradictions. He's soft and sweet. When the time comes to put his foot down, he puts his foot down. Great people have contradictions because they're worked out. What this Mishnah defines at Sadik is a contradicted person. I don't care if he started as Mr. Rigid or Mr. Lucy Goosey. If you end up and you work on yourself and you're, what's mine is yours, you're sharing, you're giving of your potato chips, but what's his is his. For your roommate's stuff, you're a rigid beast. His stuff, I'm not touching. He's sleeping. You wake me up, no problem. If you're what's mine is yours, what's yours is yours, that defines a tzaddik. A chassid, that's the spitzmensch. He worked on himself. That contradiction of what's... It's a contradiction. There's no person who's naturally this way. It's impossible. If he started what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours, a rigid man... And he kept what was good, what's yours is yours. But he overcame, and he became what's mine is yours. That's a chassid. If he start loosey-goosey, what's mine is yours, he had a natural milo. What's yours is mine. And he perfected what's wrong, that's a tzaddik, that's a chassid. That's the mishnah, that's everything we're supposed to be. We live in a secular world, and it's influence. The Yitzhahar has come into our institutions, our schools, our shuls, Unfortunately, death has entered our walls. People judge a person, they throw him out of schools, and they judge, you're not what I want you to be. It's no asag of what a person's supposed to be about, no shaykhis. You can have a guy who's Mr. Perfect. I tell you, I, t- I say all this nice, I never tire. I never tire. A mother, the first day, they shave. every school has the goody-goodies, the naturals and the not-naturals. So a mother whose son is a natural comes to the yeshiva parking lot and day one she's bawling, she's crying. So the son runs away, so I'm left 
day one, I want to meet the Hevra. I'm left consoling this Heligamamu who's crying. So I say, what's wrong? Your son's a Gishmaka guy. We're, we're a good play. What's wrong? She says she saw somebody in the parking lot. She said, my son's going to be with him. He probably was a good looking guy. I don't know what bothered her. She said, my son's going to be with him. She was crying. Inside, I was rolling. I promise I knew that kid would save her son's life. Because her son on coast was coasting. He wasn't inspired. He wasn't moving. He wasn't, he was an Amor at and he nothing garnished. He wasn't blessed. He was cursed. That his doing nothing could survive this world. There are people who could be in yeshiva and not fight and battle to grow. And it works. They don't end up in the principal's office. And that's a klala. Somewhere along the line, Hashem will send an Nisayan. They're not zayichi to be sent early to the Nisayan. So right now, just doing nothing could work. The other guy, when he just coasts, is in the principal's office in trouble. He's blessed. He's forced. I knew that guy would save her son's life. And Rabbi Yisai, he saved her son's life. When he became a fiery bentoyer, the other guy fell badly. He's like steiging. The other guy fell badly. I don't have more challenges. And he started steiging also. He understood life, Rabbi Yisai. I stand in awe of the lake with Hever, Chaim Echias, Hever. They have moved, have I? They have moved. They have moved. Rabbi Say, all of life. Rabbi Say, life. What Rabbi Nishlam wants from us is to move, to add, to grow, to improve. That's what Rabbi Nishlam wants from us. Not to use it as an excuse. Not to say process in a real way. This is what the Rabbanu Shalom wants from us. The definition of a tzaddik is the contradictory person who fought for something. He had, he had milus, and we all have myrdik and natural milus. And we all have natural chasreinus. And the chassid embraces his natural milus and takes on with strength the chasarin and his midah, whatever it might be. That is, defines a chassid. And the Torah Ashkafa, not a secular Ashkafa, it's not about, it's not about what we expect, it's not about the standard, it's about you, it's about me, it's about him. It's about looking yourself in the mirror, getting a hold, understanding, understanding oneself, and then fighting for Aliyah. It's in a serious way. In a real way, the grass says we're created, we're born, to break our midas, to work, to become a better person. The word aliyah, the word steiging, the word growth. By me, my favorite item in the world. I crave ladders. Some chastayr in my shul, the balabatim bring a ladder, we dance around the ladder, we climb the ladder, we jump off ladders, we jump on ladders. Just don't hit Menachem Wiener in the head with a ladder. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Rabbi say, I love ladders. Because all of life is about climbing. I want to end, Rabbi Yisai, not end, start, because then we'll sing and dance. With this we can dance. But I want to say, Rabbi Yisai, in closing, Yaakov Avinu has Nevoah. Now the moment the Nevoah is nowhere to think about, somebody's working on Avaydis Hashem all their life, and one day Hashem says, Yanku. I yes, talk, I like better talking, Rabbi Yisai. Talk, throw, it's better. Hamish, it's not a speech. I'll tell you a Maisa, I'll tell you a Maisa. I was once speaking in front of my father. In front of my father, I'm like, shut down. My father's my Rebbe. So I was speaking in front of my father. So the Olam said that there were 50 guys there, very intimidated, Talmudim of my father, very intimidated from the all sitting there quietly. 
And I'm saying, Torah, we weren't learning. All that was happening was Kalish trying to show off to my father that maybe I know something, I know a little bit. So I'm saying in front of my father, nothing of Torah, that's not Torah. People are sitting there stiff listening to a lecture. That's secular. Torah, people bring it. Come, do, do your thing, let's go. Lemaisa, he was, um, everybody sitting there tight. I'm, I'm saying my sheer, my father's nodding his head. The oil wasn't engaging. Nothing I was saying was going in because they were all sitting like this. So nothing was going in. One bacher, Chaim, I just, we're going to have to clean up after a second. So Chaim, so one bacher there didn't chap. One bacher didn't chap. Mayor, one bacher didn't chap. One bacher was like doing his thing and he forgot there was a speech going on. He started singing. The room got like thick. You can cut it with a knife. My, it's not like that type. My, a buck, like he was, in, he was faced out. He was like trying to hum to himself, and he didn't realize he was singing quite loud. And everybody, like the room, got tense, and I was like just released. That was good. Me and him did a duet. We rapped together. We sang, and then we learned Torah. Then Torah was learned. Rabbi Zayakov Avinu has the moment of nevuah. Hashem speaks to Yankov Avinu. And at the moment of Nevoah, that moment in your life that Hashem says, Yaakov, what picture, what visual? Hevra, could somebody tell me what visual you expect at the moment of arrival? Tell me something, a sight that speaks about arrival. What, what, I'm a very visual learner. I need picture. So, Raphael, great. I would picture in that Nevoah, you'd have a finish line. I love the finish line. Running through the runner who breaks with his hands in the air and he crosses the finish line. That would be a great visual. Give me another visual of arrival. A plane touching down. The plane lands from there. It's the whole, everybody cheers. Arrival. Give me another picture of arrival, Kevin. When you get to Yeshiva. Uh-uh. Good, 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 Elliot. Good, Elliot. So Rabbi say, of every picture of arrival, Nevoah, Yaakov Avinu has made it. The first time in his life that God speaks to Yankov Avinu is a moment of arrival. And what does he see? A ladder. I think there's so much irony to that. What is a ladder? The opposite of arrival. What's a ladder? To go somewhere. At the moment of a lot, his life, he made it. You made it. You get the call. The Mayat says, we want you on it. He has Nevoah. Shouldn't he see some item that signifies arrival? But he sees a ladder. A ladder means to go somewhere else. At that moment of arrival, the last visual for a visual learner is a picture of a ladder. But of course, arriving, Rabbi Sai, means you're climbing. If you move, you've arrived. If you moved, you've arrived. You could see two people, and one looks all chashuv, and one doesn't look as chashuv. The one, who, the one who's chashuv, the one who's big stuff, the one who's defined by our mission as a chassid moved. He moved. He climbed. When Yaakov Avinu arrives, you get a ladder. Is your, is, you're handed a gift of a ladder. Because it means you've moved. And all of life is process and to advance, but real. Not to use as an excuse in a real way to grow. All of us should be zayich to be b'nei aliyah. Thank you so much. Let's sing a rhyme or something. Again, I, I want to do it again. I want to do it again.